This episode is brought to you by our affiliate Gemini. Gemini is a well-respected cryptocurrency exchange started by Cameron and Tyler Winklevoss. If you're interested in purchasing Bitcoin, Ethereum, or other altcoins, please check out their website at gemini.sjv.io backslash Moontower to learn all about it. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Moontower Business Podcast. This is your host, Joseph Obell. And today I have the pleasure of speaking to Shelly Neff, who is the founder of Urban Betty. Shelly, welcome to the program. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Uh, Shelly, I think maybe before we get started, uh, perhaps I'll just ask you to introduce yourself to listeners and talk a little bit about your background and um, kind of where you're from. Yeah, so uh, Shelly Neff, I am from Austin, Texas. I lived here since 95. I grew up in Abilene, Texas. I'm like a fifth generation Texan. Uh, and I did cosmetology in high school. So in the uh, late nineties, I graduated with my degree in hand and just started working at Supercuts of all places. And because I wanted to see, you know, could I cut hair? Is this really what I want to do? And I learned real quickly. Yeah, I can do this, but I don't want to do men and children's hair all day. I wanted to get a little more creative and do bridal stuff and color and all that. So I kind of just worked my way up, up, up and to hire in salons. And 10 years later, um, opened my own brick and mortar. And my real name is Betty Michelle. I'm named after my grandmother. And so I called it Urban Betty. It came from that. And it was literally six chairs in about 1500 square feet. It was myself. And then I had one contractor that just rented a chair for me. She wasn't an employee or anything. And six months later, when I was like ready to like jump off a cliff, I decided to hire my first assistant. She actually came in and said, I'm looking for a job. I would love to be an assistant. And I think it was a godsend because I was like, I I don't know how anyone does all this by themselves, you know, and I only had one other person working there. And so she was my first employee and that therein started me kind of trusting the process to let myself have employees. And once I got her out on the floor a year later, and saw like, okay, I can do this. I can, you know, I did have a panic attack trying to figure out how to create the first paycheck, but that was okay. Um, and she still works for me to this day, which is amazing. And uh, we're now, uh, that was in 2005. So what are we 17 years in now? I have two locations that are up and running. I just purchased a third location. Um, we have a product line. I have over 70 full-time employees now. And we've been on the Inc. 5000 list four times. So it's just, it's, and I retired from doing hair in 2017 because I had to get my head in the business and not be behind the chair anymore. Just got to be too much trying to balance both of those. And uh, I, I look back now and I'm like, I honestly don't know how I ever did that anyway. So, I mean, it, it's, it's been a great ride. That's amazing. So you kind of started, got started from the ground up. Uh, yeah. cutting hair and you climb it, climb the ranks. What inspired you to go ahead and launch your own business and, and, and uh, pursue that path? I think, you know, it's, I've always <laughs> joked with people that adversity in my life has given me the drive to do things. And I, I looked at my parents and kind of sometimes some of the things that they did. And I said, this is not what I'm going to do. Um, cause they had a very hard life. They had me when they were teenagers all these things. And so I was working at a salon company and I was so unhappy. And the owner there like sat in her glass tower and it was this million dollar salon, but you never even barely looked her in the eye. And 
she just didn't seem like a real person to me. And there were all these things with our pay and just weird stuff that was happening that I just was like, you know what? I think I want to do this one day. And of course I was like, I'm going to do all the things that she didn't do and I'm going to do it right. And that's not the way you run a business. I learned that very quickly, but that's how most of us start out just by learning, like, here's all the places I've worked and I'm going to do my own and I'm going to do it better. And then you start to get humbled. Um, So I think it was just having that really awful experience and just wanting to try it myself. And it took me five or six years, I think, after that, before I went out and opened my own salon. Gotcha. Obviously, you're doing really well. You, you have a lot of success. And a lot of times in entrepreneurship, people just see uh, the shiny finished product and they don't yeah. see the challenges along the way. Can you just talk about your experience uh, starting your own company and what it was like kind of growing your business over the years? Yeah. So um, like I said, we opened in 2005 and I was only 27, which is crazy to think about now. Cause you know, when you're 27, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm over the hill. And I just started winging it and doing everything. Cause all, you know, I had a high school diploma and a cosmetology license. I didn't have any business classes and it just got harder and harder. And, but we were growing and I thought, well, you know, how do you make more money? You just keep bringing in more people and we got a bigger space. And then I was like, okay, we're growing, but the debt is growing. The profit isn't growing. And um, I finally hired a consulting group in 2014. So that was, gosh, nine years later. (laughs) And they turned my business around for me. It took me that long to ask for help. And I hadn't even made a profit. There was a year, in fact, that um, I had like four people, five people leave. They took another person Two of them opened their own salon. And so they took half my staff right after we had grown and expanded. And I had to borrow money from a friend to pay my bills. It was just, I was like, I think I'm going to close this down, blah, blah, blah. And it was hard, but no one knew that. No one saw, you know, no one sees you crying into your pillow at night and they just see like, she drives a Lexus. She's doing great. And I'm like, yeah, but I can't afford my rent right now. Um, (laughs) So That was the turning point for me in 2014. I hired this consulting group, um, figured out, you know, that we need systems and structure. I'm an artist at heart. So I was trying to run my business that way. Just everybody come in when you want to make sure you work 40 hours and everybody gets 50% commission. And that is not, didn't work. And uh, they revitalized everything for me. And um, like I said today, I wouldn't be here and I wouldn't have the success I am had I not asked for that help and totally changed my, all of my business systems. That's amazing. So, I mean, you talked about some of your challenges, like, I guess, what would you say um, up to date has been your biggest challenge so far? And then what has been also your biggest win that you, you would say today? The biggest challenge um, would obviously be the pandemic. Uh, we had to close for two months. And again, I'm very thankful I had changed all the things I had in 2014, because if it would have happened probably even in 2015, even after, because it takes a while to get everything in place and to get everything done, we would have closed. I was working, you know, paycheck to paycheck. This business was running on fumes. I would have the bank calling me like, is money coming in to cover payroll? It's a whole different ball game now. And we were able to close for two months and be fine. Granted, we went through 10 years of business savings in those two months. I thought my variable costs or my fixed costs were one thing and they weren't, they were actually another. And so I learned very quickly what it costs me to run my business when it's not running, <laughs> which was really crazy. I thought it was like 60,000. It was more like a hundred. 
So I went through all of that um, and we opened back up and I learned during that process, I went through all of like ran all the QuickBooks reports, like what are all my expenses and trimmed the fat. And I read Profit First. It was so crazy that this book had been handed to me during this time. Again, I was like, it's kismet and implemented the Profit First systems from that book. And that helped me realize I can now look every week and see where my profit is at and where my expenses are at. And so that was a win. So the pandemic, while I, I can couple those together, while that was the hardest thing for my business, it was also the unnecessary evil that needed to happen to get me in check because I had just been kind of like, well, let's do this and this works. And if there's money in the bank account, it's fine. And it's like, no, I really needed to get all of the financial processes in place too, because all the processes is out on the floor with our staff were in place. But then I was still kind of like looking at this budget, you know, my consultant would come in every quarter and we'd go over it, but I still didn't really get what it was until I did that and went through that. That's awesome. How about your biggest win so far? (laughs) My biggest win, I feel like was purchasing this third location. It's in Round Rock, Texas, which is like 15 minutes outside of Austin. And it was, it was interesting because I have, I, I, I hire all the help now. Anyone I can ask for help, I do. So I had a, I have a business consultant, a consultant team, salon coach, blah, 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 because I can't get enough information. And so he, I told him I was looking for a third location. We had purchased our second one, but that just kind of fell into my lap. Um, And I didn't think it would be that easy again. So I was just looking to rent because we rent our space that I'm in now, the 38th Street original location. And he said, why are you renting? Why aren't you looking to buy something? And it was just a light bulb went off. And I went, oh my God, you're so right. I'm in this position where I can now get actual approval from banks. Um, (laughs) Because when you first start out, that's not a given. Um, And I was still living in that mentality. And so we purchased, um, my husband and I set up a real estate company and purchased it separate from the business. That's what you, that's what they tell me is a smart thing to do. And so we did that. We purchased it. It's 2,800 square feet. We're going to add 18 chairs. Um, I would be very positive to say it's going to open this year because you never know with permitting. Um, So probably more likely going to open next year. And so that to me was one of my more proud moments. But also at the same time we purchased that, I also launched our shampoo and conditioner that's made by Urban Betty. And so I just, it's like, there have been a lot of amazing wins. And so that those, I think that's, that's a big win. Yeah. Congratulations. That's, that's amazing. Um, A little bit more on the pandemic. How was that when, when that you know, when the, that was first announced, you know, you've seen in the news, uh, you're getting uh, restrictions from the city, from the county. What was that like at the beginning? Did, did you know exactly what to do or you were just trying to figure stuff out? And what was that experience like? Well, I walked into um, our office here and my manager said there can only be 10 people in every business at a time. And here we have now 30 stations So that means we can have not all of the stations are usually full at once, but we can have up to 50 or more people in this location alone. And so that's a like, but I, it's funny because she's usually the one that talks me off the ledge and is the calm person. But I, in that moment was like, we've got it. We can get, um, 
five stylists separate them here. Five people only come in here. Every other chair will make it work. Little did we know a week later, they were just going to shut everything down, I think. But we just went into to plan mode. And I think a lot of times people go into freeze mode, but I just went into like, I, if I, if I can sit there and think about something and then have another person again, like she went in and actually executed that and, and worked with it. And it, it even helped us because when we came back, we were only using every other chair just to be safe. Um, and so it helped us learn how to utilize that, work our schedule. And then we added, uh, we were closing early on Sundays, but now we're literally open from 8.30 a.m. to 9 p.m. seven days a week. And we double shift our stations. That way we can have someone that's here from 8.30 to 2.30 and then someone that's here from three to nine. So we could essentially have two employees at every chair instead of one employee just working a mid-shift. And we just, we went in full force and said, this is the new protocol. Here's what we're doing. So we can get more clients in and more people in, but still keep it safe. And um, again, it was another thing that we, we never went back to the old way. We just kept it that way. And it actually was better for my business at the end of the day. Um, and so I, I can't, again, say as awful as having to close down and, and going through a pandemic happened, we came out ahead in the end. That's great. And right now there's, uh, I mean, I think all the restrictions are cleared, right? Folks can, there's yeah. no like number yeah. of people that are, you're limited to no, or masks or anything they, like that. They changed that and we don't, we're not, uh, masks are not mandatory, but obviously if people want to wear them, they can, we have some place that still do and some that don't, um, it's just kind of up to you. Great. So you talked a little bit about your locations earlier. You have, uh, one on 38th street and one on South Congress currently, and then you have the yeah. third one that's in the works. Is that yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. And then people go, is there another one? And I'm like, just let me breathe. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. Okay. Let's, let's jump into the the services that you offer for your clients. Yeah. So talk a little bit about uh, what, what you offer and are they, are the same services that you offer in the two locations currently? Yeah, they are. So we're all right now only hair. Um, but what's exciting, like we do color, majority of what we do is hair color. I would say 85% of our business is hair color. Um, but we are super excited because our expansion on our 38th street location just finished and we actually added a treatment room. So we're going to be doing body waxing, facials, dermaplaning, all the things. Um, I think they're doing brow laminating. I don't even know all the, it's, I can't wait just to get these services for myself, honestly. But also then when we open our round rock location, we're going to have two treatment rooms there where we are doing facials and body waxings and such. It's not a full spa by any means, but it is just something a little extra that people can come in and get, you know, a facial or they can get their wax because before, you know, our stylists were doing waxing, but they would do it at the shampoo bowl. So we wanted to upgrade that make it a little more special and have our own room dedicated to that. So hair and esthetician services are what we offer. So for folks that are interested in, in uh, to checking out Urban Betty, um, is it best if they make a reservation? Is it, yes. can you do walk-ins or how does it work? We, we, we don't turn away walk-ins if we have the space. Um, it's, it's just kind of a gamble. I, I always love to, when I come in, go, can anyone just do a quick blowout on me? And that never happens. And I'm like, oh man. I should know, like make an appointment myself. Um, so the best thing is to go on our website, which is urbanbetty.com. And um, at the bottom, there's a tab that says book now, and that's the easiest way to get in. And um, 
if you live in South Austin, SoCo is closest. And then if you live in North Austin or Central Austin, 38 is uh, perfect for that area. Gotcha. So you said you have uh, your own product line. I, you know, I, I think my experience when you go into a salon, it, it, it's typical to see salons have a product line that's uh, or, or products that are not theirs, right? And so right. you have your own product line. That's super interesting. How did you get uh, interested in doing that? And, and can you just talk a little bit about it generally? Yeah. So I, um, gosh, in 2017, I was at the Inc. 5000 conference. And that's when I, the same year I had retired from doing hair. And I was like, you know, I, I'm, I really want, I'm curious to take on like, what's the next pivot for our brand, for our business. And I met a woman there who um, created um, products. Uh, she was called Texas Beauty Labs at the time. They're something different now. And they created products for other companies. And I'm trying to think, I can't think of one, but the, the, deodorant was one of their main CPG goods that they were making for someone. And I just talked to her a little bit about it. Uh, she ended up not being a fit for my company, but I ended up going with another company to help formulate this product for me. And in that process, it's funny because I have dealt with fertility issues and headaches and all these things all my life. And I was talking to a dietitian and she said, well, I'm going to need you to cut everything out of your life that's scented because that caught triggers a hormonal response in you. It's what's causing these migraines. And I was like, scented, you know, I work in a salon. What hair color, believe it or not, that's a synthetic scent that does not have, a, your body does not have the same reaction, but floral scents, flowers, candles, hand soap, your dish detergent, like literally everything you can think of that has a scent triggers a hormonal response. And so I was like, well, let me test out some unscented shampoos and conditioners. Great. I can't even bring anything home from my own salon now. And I kept trying them and I was like, God, these are all terrible. Um, especially because I'm a whole head of bleach here. So I need some serious, like good products. And in that, I had this aha moment. I was like, well, I'm already creating a shampoo and conditioner for Urban Betty. Why don't I make an unscented version too. So that was more where I came in and said, okay, now I really have a passion behind this project because I want to be able to buy something from my own salon that I can put in my own shower. That's good for me. And I know a lot of people probably have this issue and they don't even realize it. I know I had had a guest for many years and she would usually just use whatever she had at home. And I would rinse her hair because everything we had was too strong of a scent on her. So that's where it all kind of came from. So we have the lavender scented shampoo and conditioner for people that are okay with scents. And then obviously I have the same, it's the same formula, but it's an unscented version of the shampoo and conditioner. And my goal is to expand the product line, add more products, um, just for it to remain a boutique product line, but most just most of the things people would use every day in their hair. And um, that is something that I would love to, you know, if anyone's listening and wants to be an investor or has any, um, knows anybody that, you know, wants to help out with that. I am all about it because as anyone knows, creating your own product line and marketing it and all that, this is separate from Urban Betty, even though it is an Urban Betty product, it's its business unto itself. And so I need help growing that because um, the shampoo and conditioner was, it took how many years? And <laughs> so it's not easy. Um, if, it, if it was, everybody would do it, they say. So that's, that's my goal. I want to expand that. That's amazing. And so that uh, your product line, you, you sell them there at your locations, but do you also sell them online? I do sell it online. So it's shopurbanbetty.com. 
Okay. And so is that a website that is um, for Urban Betty? Do you have like a separate one for the product line or is it just on, on your- It's separate. Uh, so you can find, if you go on urbanbetty.com, you can click the products tab and it'll take you to that too. Or you can just go to shopurbanbetty.com. So they're both, you can utilize both. I'll put both uh, links to those websites on the show okay. notes so folks can see them as well. I also noticed you have some YouTube videos up uh, that are, are uh, linked to your website. Can you just talk about what those are all about? Yeah. So we just created, I had a few of our stylists and myself went in and just did some hair tutorial videos showing different ways you can style your hair. And it's exciting too, because I just thought of this. We actually um, have something called Betty Bootcamp in our salons. And if you go to our website, you'll see that too. And it's, we teach classes to normal everyday people that want to come in and learn how to do their own hair. Cause how many times do we leave the salon and you're like, I can't do this at home. Are you kidding me? So if you come in, we have like a beach waves class, we have a braiding class, we even a, a scalp massage class. I don't think we haven't launched. We are just excited. We're able to actually launch these again because of the COVID restrictions. So we are doing that. So, oh, a blowout class. So you can learn how to round brush your hair too. So that's exciting. So the, the videos are almost kind of complimentary to that, but I know I want to know that. And the classes are small. They're like four to six people. You can bring your friends, you can bring your own wine and just kind of learn how to fix your own hair. And it's taught by one of our stylists. That sounds like fun. That's really cool. Yeah. So I noticed you have quite a few awards and accolades for yourself and for the salon. Can you just talk about some of those? I mean, I saw uh, entrepreneur startup of the year, uh, Austin under 40, yeah. uh, 2019, you got, uh, one of the best CEOs by Austin business journal. Talk about some of the other ones that, that, uh, that you've been awarded. I mean, the most important ones to, to me are Inc 5,000. I, you know, submitted like three or four times and before we made it on that list. And to me, that was really important because that's nationwide. I mean, it's, it's amazing to have the ones in Austin too. I, and the Austin Women's Magazine one was really amazing because uh, these are not easy. Like you're submitting your financials or essays, or it's a group of your peers looking over all the things that you've written. And so I, and I tell most people, you know, when we started the only awards I knew about were like Austin City Search, which I don't even think that's around anymore, but we submitted for that. And it doesn't matter what size you are, because I think we had six people working there. Like, look in your town and look at what award, like, you'd be surprised. And most of the times, there's a voice in my head that always says, Are you even good enough for that? Or can you do it? Who cares? Like, fill it out. That's a lot. I mean, and you probably won't make it the first few times. It's just keep doing it because then, what was cool is I got to see the questions and it was like, what have you done to get back in your community? What have you? And I was like, this is what I need to get on. Like, these are the important things. And it's not, don't just do it to win an award. It's not what I'm saying, but it was cool to look at. These are the things they value that are important in a business owner. So I should value that as well. And so not only did it give me this glimpse into what it is to be a better business owner, I ended up being able to win some of these awards at the end of the day. And so that's what I tell everyone, like get out there and network and apply for every single award you can. If you're a nonprofit, apply for every single grant you can. Just get your name out there. Don't be scared. Excellent. Congratulations on all those awards. That's amazing. Thank you. Uh, um, Are there any other uh, things you would like to share with listeners about Urban Betty, the services and products that you offer and things you're involved in? Um, Gosh, I'm trying to think. I mean, we're always hiring. We always, you know, we love 
everyone here. And so we're always, people always ask, I'm like, we're looking to hire. Um, we, you know, I don't know. I'm just excited. Everything's growing. And I'll probably think of a million ways I could have answered this question once we get on the call. <laughs> um, that, yeah. That, that sounds good. Uh, for yeah. folks that are, that want to find uh, more information about you, Urban Betty, online and in social media, what's the best way for them to, uh, for, for them to get in touch or for them to yeah. find information? So urbanbetty.com is our website. We are at Urban Betty Salon on Instagram for the salon. And it's just at Urban Betty for myself. Uh, you can DM me on there. That's where I'll see it. Um, and then uh, the best way to contact the salon through email is contact at urbanbetty.com. Excellent. That sounds great. Um, and again, I'll put all that information in the show notes for, for listeners that are, that are interested. And then um, the final question I have for you today is, what is your favorite restaurant in Austin, Texas? It is Den Ho Chinese Barbecue. So uh, we, I have to just look at, if you looked at my order history on favor, uh, it would be just that every weekend we are just, it's like my husband and I can't get enough of the barbecue pork and fried rice and all that stuff. And they're the best in town. They've ruined me. I literally can't eat Chinese food anywhere else. <laughs> that sounds amazing. I've not been. I'm definitely going to check it out. Yes. Uh, Shelly, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, sharing a little bit about yourself and uh, the things you're doing in Urban Betty. Uh, congratulations again on all your success, on uh, your awards and accolades. Uh, highly encourage listeners to check you out and I will... Uh, put all this information for them to uh, find you and get in touch. And uh, hopefully we can have you get on the podcast sometime. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by our affiliate Gemini. Gemini is a well-respected cryptocurrency exchange started by Cameron and Tyler Winklevoss. If you're interested in purchasing Bitcoin, Ethereum, or other altcoins, please check out their website at gemini.sjv.io backslash moon tower to learn all about it thank you